Kia ora Wellington. Welcome back to B-Side Stories on Wellington Access Radio 106.1 FM. I'm Perrine. And I'm David. Take it away for the second half, David. Cool. Thank you very much. Um, thanks to our first guest for the evening, Sarah Lang, as well. Um, and we, we've got a bit of a literary theme. It just sort of happened this evening. Uh, uh, and our second guest is involved in literature. Uh, she's an editor and writer and an editor at the Pentagraph Punch. It's Hannah Newport-Watson. Kia ora, David. Kia ora. Hey, thanks for coming in. Um, we were just talking about uh, off-air about the, the nature of Pentagraph Punch, and it might be something that people aren't familiar with. Could you maybe give us a bit of a, a background or a primer? Uh, the Pentagraph Punch is an online arts and culture journal. Um, it was founded back in 2011 um, by Rosabelle Tan and Joe Nunwick, um, some writers and editors up in Auckland, and they come from a sort of student um, student publishing background and were really interested in arts and cultural criticism in Aotearoa and how to foster um, more platforms for that. So they <coughs> set the the website up back in 2011 and it's evolved a bit over the years since then. Um, but what it's still doing is covering um, punchy arts and cultural criticism across different art forms. So we cover from visual arts, literature, theatre um, and we also publish on sort of social and cultural issues as well and we have uh, we worked with a, a wide variety of authors over the years um, trying to foster um, emerging uh, arts and cultural critics and writers but also um, balancing that with um, sort of telling urgent conversations as we see it. Mm. Yeah I, I do feel like it's a website that I if I'm looking for something interesting to read it's it's definitely uh has a good selection of essays um but also just sort of topical art and culture as well yeah and um over the years we've experimented so i've been on board for the last year 18 months but over the years the editors um, have experimented with different approaches to how regularly we publish and mixing it up in terms of different forms so we publish a range of forms from sort of essay critical essays um through to uh, reviews and interviews so and um, at different times the site has published uh, really really regularly often um, multiple pieces per day but mm. a couple of years ago um, the editors decided that they would take it slow it down a notch and focus on doing paying our writers a little bit more and so publishing a little bit less frequency but giving each piece a little bit more love. Mm. Yeah that's great and I, I guess just to be clear this is an online magazine? Mm. Yeah, it's an online magazine, um, and also we've collaborated on events and videos and podcasts and things over the years as well, but online publishing is definitely our bread and butter. Hmm. You said that some of the uh, some of the pieces were a bit punchy. Uh, do you know what a pantograph is? No. <laughs> Neither. I think it's, um, <laughs> it's something I've always wondered when I, when I type it in. Um, do you need me to do some googling? <laughs> yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, it's it's different from the pentagram, isn't it? <laughs> it I think it is. Yeah, some homework cool. for listeners. Okay. <laughs> okay. I kind of like that our name is really mysterious. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, just sort of like sits in the back of my mind at least. <laughs> and so, um, you said you've been involved for a year, year and a half. 
Um, what What's your kind of background in terms of um, your own writing and editing skills? Mm. Um, so I've, as an editor, I've worked for a number of years in non-fiction publishing. Um, I worked uh, as an editor at Tapapa Press and overseas in academic publishing. Um, and I loved working at Tapapa because of the proximity to the National Art Collection and getting to work with curators and artists and um, interesting writers through that. And part of that, um, while I was there, we developed an online arts magazine for Tapapa called Off the Wall, and <coughs> I really enjoyed that quicker turnaround. It was a nice, refreshing change from books, which often take a year, two years for big book projects to come together and, and very intensive, whereas uh, online publishing, you have the opportunity to be a little bit more nimble and work with a greater variety of authors over a quick, quicker period of time, and that was a lot of fun, and... Uh, the pentagraph punch is a lot of fun. Mm. And so editing is, is something that you quite enjoy? I love editing. Um, I think it suits people who enjoy being in the background and helping someone else to kind of communicate their artistic vision um, because you you have to put your ego to the side a little bit and focus on the writer and what they're trying to who what they're trying to communicate and helping them reach the reader in the best way possible it's it's pretty satisfying and and um working with writers who appreciate that feedback and appreciate that help is a real joy it's um it's a lot of fun and it's yeah i think that it's uh it's take some diplomacy at times. <laughs> sure. I, I was going to ask because, I mean, people aren't always so receptive to criticism or, or advice or editing. Mm. I, mean, I guess you must need to find the right balance. Yeah, for sure. And obviously we're also dealing with other people's art in the sense of a lot of what we publish is reviews and criticism. So and New Zealand is a, Aotearoa mm. is a small arts ecosystem. So we're often encouraging our writers or our critics to be bold and to, to, you know, not hold back. I see it as criticism is love. So part of the decision, we're constantly having to make hard decisions in terms of what art or literature or theatre we respond to and we cover. We can't cover it all. And, you know, that those active decisions, it's a kind of, editing is also a kind of curating role. So deciding what to cover, I think, um, we certainly see it as quite a big responsibility um, and we're trying to actively work against biases and, you know, bring a little bit more to light in terms of voices that might not otherwise be heard or that are a bit marginalised. And I think that comes into play in terms of what we choose to provide criticism of because our cultural criticism and our arts criticism is sort of, it's partly... It's partly for entertainment and for, for the joy of reading it, but it's also mm. building a record of our, our small arts ecosystem. Mm. I sort of feel like, uh, like the Pentagraph Punch is one fairly prominent voice, I feel, in, in terms of criticism in New Zealand. And I know there's maybe sort of more specific art journals. Uh, I mean, do you see like how the Pentagraph Punch fits in the sort of criticism ecosystem yeah I think it's a small it's a small pool of criticism and we we have I think in sort of a niche or a you know a different way of doing things and um, we've got you know the likes of um, there's some really long standing and really important 
critical vehicles in in New Zealand, the likes of the New Zealand Review of Books or Mm. um, that have been going for a long time and that are really staple in the way they comprehensively cover a certain art form. And then you've got these newcomers on the scene, the likes of the spin-off, who are doing something really amazing in terms of hitting uh, a really interesting combination of um, serious and fun Mm. and bringing those two things together. So I I think... um, you know, it's great to see those kinds of platforms coming through as new um, new places for criticism um, in New Zealand art. Mm. So you sort of alluded to uh, some changes that happened at, at the Pantograph Punch in, in terms of the editorial structure. Yeah, so a couple of years ago, um, we I wasn't involved at the time, but the team made some decisions about just slowing down the rate that we were publishing so that we could pay our writers a little bit more fairly and um, a bit more of a focus on long-form pieces and giving the editorial support to the writers to make sure that they could develop their work and the pieces could be the best that they could be. So that meant slowing down a little bit. Um, but this year we're also... We're taking what we learned from that and we're also starting to mix it up a bit more again. So we're commissioning more short-form reviews because we think short-form reviews are a really important part of the ecosystem as well. And just to kind of keep the site timely and fresh and people are really hungry, I think, for that kind of, you know, helping them find things that are that are interesting and figure out what to do with their spare time. Mm, sure. Um, I mean, speaking of finding things out like that... Um, <laughs> Do you have any kind of recommendations on on, uh, any kind of media that you've consumed lately? Yeah, so um, something I'm really excited about is that this month uh, Rose Liu, who's a local Wellington writer, is launching her debut debut memoir, um, which is called All Who Live on Islands. And um, about a year ago, um, Rose wrote an essay um, while she was doing her MA up at the IIML, and it was one of the first pieces I edited for the Pentagraph Punch. And it was about growing up um, as a Chinese New Zealander and the literature that she read and what it meant to be absent from so many of the stories that she read and how that shaped her sense of identity. Um, And it was such a great essay and I was so excited to see what Rose would do next. And now, um, having finished her MA last year, her memoir has been picked up by Victoria University Press and it launches um, very soon on the 14th of November and Mm. I've been lucky enough to read it and it's awesome. So I'm really excited about that. Cool, that's great. Um, Rose is a, a good friend of mine, and uh, I can't wait to see what she's uh, produced. Um, we were talking uh, in, in the first part of the show as well about uh, the Verb Festival and Lake Crawl, which is uh, coming up shortly as well. Mm. Um, do you do you know much about the festival? Yeah, I can't wait for Verb. It's going to be great. It's an amazing program that uh, Claire and Angie have pulled together this year. Um, they always do, and it's bigger and better than ever. Um, yeah, I'm going to be volunteering at some of the events, so I'll see you there and looking mm. forward to it. Yeah, any particular events or? Yeah, so um, one of we published some pics on the pantograph. So if you mm. are, are finding yourself a bit overwhelmed by the program, um, anyone who's listening, feel free to hop on our website. We've picked out the events that we're particularly excited about and put together a sort of sub-program to just 
make some suggestions. Um, but I've also, it's not included in that, but I've just been looking at the program again and I've found another event that I've got to add to my list, which is called Aotearoa Road Trip. Um, and that's mm. with two debut novelists, Becky Manawatu and Ruby Porter. Um, Ruby Porter's book is called Attraction. Becky Manawatu's book is called Awe. And they're both debut novels sort of set in regional New Zealand, dealing with, I guess, issues of biculturalism and family dynamics. Um, Attraction is quite an amazing debut. Um, and I haven't yet read Awe. I'm really looking forward to reading it. So Jessie's cheering that. Jessie Bray Sharpen's cheering that panel. She's a great chair. And she's also going to write a piece for us about that as well. So looking forward to that. Mm. Yeah, it, it feels like uh, like Crawler and Mel Verb is just really kind of going from strength to strength. And I suppose maybe like you were saying that the Pentacraft Punch has some ideas about criticism, but it's also trying different things. Mm. It, it does feel like this festival has been a, a really successful version of that. Yeah. I think they've managed that not only through their own strength of programming but also their collaborative way of working. So the way that they bring in guest curators and kind of give other um, writers and and curators an opportunity to feed in their own ideas. So it's not just one voice kind of dictating a whole program. It's a really collaborative way of working and I think that's great. Mm. So do you still work... uh in editing, like, uh, as, as a day job? Uh, no, I have another day job um, to pay the bills at the mm, moment. Yeah. Sure. Cool. Um, Perrine, did we find an answer to the meaning of pentagraph? <laughs> um, <laughs> apparently an apparatus from the roof of a tram or electric train. Wow. Um, and so that's where the power goes through when it hits the line. Um, so I guess our listeners can use their imaginations <laughs> about what the pantograph punch together might mean. <laughs> wow, that was not what I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a very cool looking thing, though. You know, it's that kind mm. of diamond shape. Uh, well, I, I think that is kind of in the logo for the website. Yeah. So well, the logo, I mean, to me, it looks almost like a... Um, I don't know if it's supposed to. It looks a little bit like the, you know, that group and it's like men and they chant. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. It could be more to this than we think. Maybe there's a conspiracy there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned one of the founding editors was Roosevelt Tan. Is she still involved in... She um, she has been our director, um, so chairing the organisation up until now. So she's currently in the process of handing over to uh, our new director, our new incoming director, Kate Pryor, who's our former a former theatre editor for the Pantograph Punch and a terrific writer and critic. Um, so they're in the process at the moment of having a kind of transition period, and it's really exciting that we've got the likes of Kate um, going to be stepping up to that role and, and leading us forward. And um, Razabelle is super busy. She's been just involved in... Um, the Tefanga, the the event over Labour Weekend up in Auckland. She um, runs Satellites, which is a um, arts project up in Auckland, 
and she's also involved in verb festivals so she's chairing a couple of sessions she's chairing one called ways of seeing which is about the intersection between visual arts and writing and she's also chairing um how how to read my poem which is a really cool session with chin chin a poet from america uh, gregory khan and jane arthur and that'll be a terrific session um, and they'll f- focus in on one poem each that they've written and talk about uh, the story of, of writing it. And I guess from the title of the event, it sounds like maybe how it's been interpreted and how it's been read. Mm. Yeah. Cool. So you talked about how there's uh, the topics for verb uh, on the Pentagraph Punch. Are there any other articles that you've read or, or written yourself that really... Um, spring to mind on on the website yeah well um so we cover lots of different art forms so depending on what you're interested in you'll you'll find you can go down a rabbit hole and find the things that are that are up your street um there was a film industry summit recently called the power of inclusion and we pub one of the most um pieces that's been read most over the last few weeks is we published the speech that uh, Julie Zhu, who's an Auckland filmmaker, made at The Power of Inclusion. And uh, she wrote, she spoke and she wrote about how she feels words like diversity and inclusion and representation really fall short of what we should be aiming for and expecting from the film industry and I guess the arts more widely today and 2019 it's a really powerful piece and it's great to see that it really made an impact and um people have been sharing it widely and and it's been sparking lots of conversations so that's that's been great to see um another piece that i had a lot of fun editing recently was um, a piece called reality is boring baby just looking at um three recent novels um that are kind of about bored millennial women (laughs) Mm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, that uh, you said about you know sparking some good conversations. It sounds like what the Pentagraph Punch is trying to do. Um, so just to to sum it up, if, if people are interested, they they liked all the amazing, interesting hooks that we've been talking about. Um, what's what's the website? It's thepentagraphpunch.com. Um, it's the only thing in the world with that name, so it's pretty easy to find. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And, and now I think we all maybe have a, a better idea what a pentagraph inch is as well. Thanks so much for having me. Cool. Thanks, Anna.